you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Don't let that baby touch me. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yeah, don't let that baby touch me. A retelling of a uh, of a conflict I had 30,000 feet in the sky, or just after landing, I suppose, from 30,000 feet in the sky. That reminds me, go back and listen to the earlier podcast from this week on iTunes or NFL.com slash podcast. Gangbuster stuff with Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew, and uh, and the Wolf, Colleen Wolf, Mercedes Lewis as well, joined for, uh, for a little while. So go check that one out, as always, gangbuster stuff. And hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, the second episode, the one that gets you ready for the upcoming week's games. And uh, we are ready to focus in on uh, NFL Week 10 as well as uh, some big college football games or one in particular here, along with two of our favorites. uh, Let me just say what I feel. I don't know how to say this without it seeming. I, I, I talk all the time about lately this thing of cheesy, corny and hammy. You know, and so maybe this sounds a little cheesy, but I feel like the shows that we've done over the course of this NFL season have been gangbusters. I I mean, maybe there have been one or two that are like, meh, but I feel like the feedback. A little corny for my blood. The feedback I get is grand. It's sublime. People swoon who listen to it. We need more people listening to it. So subscribe. Tell a friend to subscribe. Share it with a friend. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to steal from uh, Big Cat and PFT Commenter. This is what they do. Here's what you do. You unsubscribe, then subscribe again. Then you tell a friend to do it and do it on there. I don't care. So what? So I'm a bit thief. So what? Not a bit. That's no. That's that's life, baby. That's production. This is my career. It's a a hack. It's a ratings hack. You know what it is? Everybody does a ratings hack. I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's Barry Sanders. <gasps> it's Barry Sanders. How so? You know, eh, think about what Barry Sanders Shit did. How did he amass all those yards, right? You know, those long runs, yeah, squiggling around back there, covering, and all of a sudden, Reset. bang, Reset. bang. And it's like, man, can you believe he ripped off that 35-yard run when they were third and 13? Well, yes, because he took a loss on the first two. It's not as impressive as it really I ought to like, be. I feel like, yes, while – the, yeah, picking, I guess he's picking. He was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Hard my take, right. I suppose, is oh, I a bit of uh, is sort of a Barry Sanders level podcast. Totally for sure. But then again, the um, I feel like what you're suggesting is somehow an indictment, and I feel like that's like Joe Flacco's reason for when he's successful. It's like, well, yeah, if you if you throw enough sixty yard bombs up in the air, and sooner see, or later, someone's going to catch one at some point. I'm just hey, saying the unsubscribe, subscribe. Right. You're you're gaming the system, which is trying. fine. It's fine. Reset. Listen, Reset. listen. I used to do that uh, on in tele in television bowling all the time. I, uh, I had the in television growing up, and uh, if my first frame didn't go well, reset. 
set. Let's start the game again. I'm going to sit Listen. here for 90 seconds while the game boots. This is going to be great. Right. I'm staying very woke, to borrow you know a term from PMT and whatever, part of my take, whatever. <laughs> I'm staying very woke on this one. So many other networks, not ours, not the NFL Network, they're like changing the way they count ratings. They're adding streaming views and little sneaky tricks in here. So if they're going to play, you can certainly unsubscribe and then resubscribe to this podcast. I'm uh, mad. Shout out. Oh, shout out, by the way. I'm not swimming in those waters. No I, chance. I say shout out to uh, Big Cat and Pete. Love them. Wow. Love them. Yeah. Strong Talk about love. A, another Strong network and their little strife. With I want to go back to your, Man, your. Let's say hello to everybody. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait. I don't want to get away from your intelligent comment here. All right. Because I got just one thing to add, and then then we can move on. I promise. My I last, don't want to move on. I just want to greet you so people know whose voice is there here. Listen, right? did they don't you, know uh, that voice over there, that yeah. smooth chocolate uh, voice over did, there, uh, they, they just. Barbara Bad. Did, uh, <laughs> did you. Uh, did you ever consider yourself to be awfully clever when you were playing the RBI baseball or Tecmo Bowl and you were like, oh, my foot just slipped and I kicked an intent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know I was down 14. No, that's, I, I assumed that I was like the smartest guy in the room. And Did finally, this come unplugged? Uh, oh, what a mistake I just made. I, I know we said this was the playoffs and it's Tecmo Super Bowl, but my foot just hit. Oh, I'm, I'm old man. I, I'll, I, I can trump that with the old school kind of cheating like that. I used to do the move, uh, you know, with my sisters. Uh, let's play Monopoly, you know. But uh, as I, I'll set the game up, and uh, of course, it's <laughs> underneath the board, several hundred dollars <laughs> underneath the board. Somehow, I would uh, <laughs> mid game suddenly be flush with some loot. Where'd that come from? You I'll, know, I'll put two hotels on Park Place. Done <laughs> <laughs> and All done. Right. Now let's say hello to them. Uh, two of our favorites here in Studio 66, and uh, they are the hosts. Uh, they are the the full team here. A free money, aka the lesser name, money. but the one that you should search for when you free go on money. iTunes. It's uh, Game Theory and Money. Let's say hello to her Michigan's own Cindy's favorite child. Oh my, my own favorite child. And I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Mary Ann's favorite child. But oh, no. by the way, I hope uh, Marianne and you are putting your heads together uh, to cook up a good pie because we are days away from pie off six. Oh, there's a lot of buzz going on. Is it next on. week? Uh, well, we I, I, I hate to pull the curtain back. We're going to do it here on Thursday, but then the public does not get to consume it until after we've consumed some pie. They'll consume the results about uh, three days later. It airs the week of Thanksgiving. So, Money, we encourage you. Oh, yeah, you can't be here. You're doing your radio show when we're doing the pie off. But yeah. you can bring one in and we'll eat it. Think of me as I'll be uh, working things. We'll hang a day. picture of you up next to your pie Please. as we eat it if you okay. want to bring one in. All right, so pie like off pie. six is on the way. Um, but first of all, like I say, let's say hello to her. It's Cindy Freeland, everybody. That's enough. En that's enough. enough. That's enough. I, we don't have Poor the Rich time. Man. We don't have. We 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 haven't the time to listen to everybody's theme songs maybe, today. Maybe but just a line. Right. Okay. Well, maybe just a line. Of his. Try it again. Okay. That's enough. That's enough. You know. That's enough. Yeah, Rich Banks works hard. You know. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. The one man house band, uh, unparalleled in making uh, stupid theme songs. Speaking of which, let's uh, no. hear another one right now. He is one half of the finest radio show in all the land. Petros and Money track it down on iHeartRadio or on 570 AM. If you're in Los Angeles, just finished buzzing about the Dodgers all season long. You can also hear him talking about on the radio his Los Angeles Chargers big trip coming up to Jacksonville this Sunday. It's Matt Money Smith, everybody. Skinny legs, a golden voice, a play-by-play -play analyst. Okay. Enough, enough, 
fin. Yeah. Skinny legs. Ridiculous. Right. Uh, if I, I may, off after skinny legs going. If I may, uh, I know it worked last year, so I appeal to your podcast, uh, your podcasters again today, the day we're recording I, this. Yep, you're right. Thursday is our tenth. We've done this ten years now. Our tenth annual uh, Paralyzed Veterans of America Radiothon. In the past nine years, we've raised one point two million dollars. Yeah, unbelievable. So yeah. Uh, if y'all can uh, can help out, that would be great. AM five seventy LA Sports.com, and you can bid on some really cool things. Uh, we have uh, auctions available, but also just straight donations to help out those heroes. Uh, let them know that they are not forgotten as we approach Veterans Day here. Very nice money. Yes, it is an annual uh, radio show to, to listen to. You and Petros, uh, great stuff there. But listen, people doing great stuff all over the place. Track down Chris, Chris Long. I'm not one. I don't uh, – uh, one thing I like about I'm not the religious guy, but one thing I always liked about uh, my my the the faith of uh, Judaism was you're not supposed to be telling people I'm doing charitable stuff. Not that, that you're in a public position, so obviously you should just looking like, to raise some money, right? But you know well, how much you give, and people tend to brag about how much money they give. But my daughter, I was telling her about Chris Long. She was so we we were talking about uh, something or other with uh, with the Eagles. I don't remember what. Aww. And Chris Long, and somehow came, I said, "Well, you know what he does?" Because my daughter and uh, baby Oprah and uh, and uh, Jean Claude Van Damaschek, they liked to about like three months ago. I was very proud. They said. Let's make because they see the homeless people, um, you know, that's uh, in Los Angeles. When you get off the freeways, you you generally will see a homeless person standing there looking for somebody. They said, "Can't we make? Can we get them food? Can we give them food?" And so we made all these bags of water and all these foods and stuff. And and they love to drive around in the car and hand them out to to, that. to homeless people. And it's really nice. And baby Oprah was made aware of this and uh, of Chris Long's Water Boys, and she wanted to give uh, money to it. So uh, she gave $10. So that really I will brag on her, her giving $10. Ways. Her Oprah-like ways? Like, she's I, I mean, I know. Yes. $10 no. for you. Right. That's exactly right. right. That's how we do it. Yeah. That's it's like, amazing. don't I will ta- tell you about what you need to know about the world of sports. Oprah will do the rest of the parenting. And so we just sit her in front of a TV. It's effective. And, How many years and so far, it's yielding Oprah, results. How many years until baby Oprah is like, you know, fully better than you? Like you, Oh, already. Like, it's, uh, that, happened that happened eight year, and a half yeah, years ago, yeah. I think, about when, sure. when, when she could form sentences. I think she uh, exceeded me. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, before we jump into NFL games and uh, and all of that, um, where what to start with? What, you know what? Uh, dealer's choice here, Matt Money Smith. Do you want to do – a college football pick? Do you want to do Ooh, the songs that you spicy. would listen to if you were a pro football player in advance of a game? Or do you want to hear a fun voicemail from uh, behind the glass uh, from Kent Brown's mom? She's a Pittsburgher. Said, Dave, Kent Brown. Kent Brown's from Burke. He's from DeBerg. How do I say no to that? You I can't. How do I say no to that? I just want everybody to hear because I – I sometimes fall into the Pittsburgh accent, and people you? say, you have such a terrible Pittsburgh accent. And I say, in fact, I don't. I didn't want to have one, so I forced myself to not have it, and instead I wound up with this stupid accent. But here is classic. Kent classic Brown played Pittsburgh. this for me. I just want you to hear how that sounds and, uh, okay. and how nostalgic and uh, sentimental it makes me when I hear someone talking like this. Hey, Kent. Yeah, it's one thirty my time. Justine's picking me up about quarter to two. Hey. We're going to go see that Tyler Perry movie, that Maybe. Halloween boo. Boo. That's going to be funny. And then we're going to eat up at Flex Bar. And Wade's <laughs> not coming home after school. You're not coming home. He's going golfing with Mike. He's picking up Mike the Caesar. 
So I just wanted See. to call in case you tried to call here. All right, I'll talk to you tonight. I'll probably watch Bill Maher. All right, love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bill Maher. Love you, hon. Hon, we're going to go see that movie. Bill Maher. It'll be good. It's called Boo. I mean, it's going to be good, dude. Halloween Boo. <laughs> Halloween Boo. That's the best. Yeah. That's uh, Mo Damashek has that accent. Uh, yeah, my grandparents, everybody. I love it. Yeah, good old Susie Brown from Duquesne, Pennsylvania, home of Kennywood Amusement Park. And also, when you see her voicemail, it says Turtle Creek, PA. That's where your parents reside. Turtle Creek. Yeah, right that's down the yeah, they live Sorry, right down the road Tur- from there. Turtle Creek. Turtle Creek's Turtle right Creek. down the road, <laughs> right next to Wilmerding, dude. You go over there. Johnny's has the best pork chops in, uh, in uh, three counties. What a terrible right? accent. That's where I went to elementary school, Wilmerding Westinghouse Elementary. Here's a little bonus trivia for you guys. Bonus. Turtle Creek, PA. The hometown of Leon Hart, the 1949 Heisman winner. The only lineman to ever win three NFL championships and three college championships. But here's trivia. He's one of three NFL players in history to be national champion, Heisman winner, and then the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Another one's Angelo Bertelli, also a Notre Dame guy. The third is currently in the NFL. Who's that third player? Oh, really? Wait, I see. I was going to say it's Tony Dorsett. No, he wasn't so the wait, first overall Heisman? in 76. Won the Heisman and has won a national championship. Wait a second. It's Within a 12-month span, oh, oh, so oh. you have be- to win the title, oh. win the Heisman, and then be the number one overall pick. Oh, number one but overall just pick. For the, but just to be clear, Dorsett was not the number one pick in 76. Oh, you know who was? was um, it was uh, Ricky Bell. Ricky Bell from USC went to Tampa, Tampa. and yeah. uh, Dorsett in the greatest heist in uh, including the Herschel Walker deal, people always swoon over the Jimmy Johnson and how transformational that was. Go back and look at the heist. Gil Brandt ripped off the C- the poor Seattle Seahawks to get the best running back in the land, Tony Dorsett, um, back in '76. But anyway, current player. There's one other, so it's Bertelli, Hart, both Notre Dame guys, and then one current player that has done this. Won the national championship and, and the won Heisman. the Heisman and won the Super Bowl that same. No, year. no, and that's uh, the number it's Cam one Newton. pick. Oh, a number one pick. Two? Oh, wait, yeah. oh yeah, Cam New. Oh, see, that's where I was thrown off. I thought they won the Super Bowl. That's what I was I like. Saw. That just does not work for me. I I got you. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good trivia question there. Kent Way to Brown. go, Kent Bronze. Also, he's done. He's performed this trick uh, in the past for us. He's got a bizarre uh, skill. I guess you could call it a skill. It's a useless skill, though. I he, love useless. He skills, can though. tell you. He can tell you where everybody went to high school. Anybody who is in football, he can tell you where they went to high school. Do us uh, do some uh, pit uh, specifics. You, you know all that. You know all your you guys. He went to the U as well. Big game for you. Ooh, big one this week. Oh boy. Definitely a big one. Notre Dame and Miami. A classic old rivalry. Now going down there. You mean Pittsburgh? Where guys from Pittsburgh went to high yeah, school? Yeah. Curtis Martin, Alderdice, Tony Dorsett. I'll stick with that pronunciation. Hope well. You throw in. I didn't ask you to do it now. Okay. What was where? <laughs> where was the? Uh, what was the first high school? Alder. Alderdice. 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 Yeah. Alderdice. Dude, a lot of good. A uh, lot of good uh, guys. A lot, I, a lot of my chums uh, went to Alderdice. Um, yeah. So all right. Hey. So what? what what's uh, let's let Ben Brown have the floor here. Go ahead. Tell us. Who uh, who you picking in uh, Saturday night's game? Well, we know uh, who he's picking. Well, no, he's. I think he's. he's is not, he is he well, fair I'm and torn. balanced? I'm torn though in that I grew up a diehard Notre Dame fan as well. Uh, you're Catholic. So, yes. How does one do that? Oh, because you Catholic. went to the U. Yeah, and I'm just a big Miami fan, Notre Dame guy as well. I think Notre Dame wins the game. I think they're going to run the football well. They'll wear Miami down. Miami is a better passing team than Notre Dame, but the issue is. 
can they hold up for four quarters? Money can attest to this. Notre Dame's been running on everybody not yes. named Georgia. I don't think that Miami's going to stop them through four quarters. I'll say Notre Dame wins by eight points somewhere in that vicinity. I mean, they're banged up. You know, Wimbish got hurt, and Adams – I think they said Adams will be back, and he's close to being full strength for this one. Um, I thought Virginia Tech was going to beat up Miami. I really did. Um, I was as floored – you know, it was a weird game, though. You know, it's not like the Miami offense was that great. I mean, that should have been a blowout based on what their defense was doing. What did he did, what did he throw, three picks in that game? Three picks in that so game. you but, do that against Notre Dame and you're done. I exactly. mean, you're, you are done. That's like a three-touchdown game. I, I Notre Dame's the better team. The interesting thing, though, is – Miami can lose this game and still make the playoff. You know, they'll but still end up in the ACC championship game. And if they beat Clemson and they're a one-loss team, they'll rep the ACC. Notre Dame cannot lose Notre this Dame game. Notre Dame cannot lose this no, game. No, this is it for them. Because after right. this, they still have Stanford uh, Navy, and, and Navy. Week. So there you go. So you got to deal with a triple option in Navy. Bryce Love, Stanford's not that good. Has a two-loss so. team gotten into the Final Four yet? No. We haven't seen that. Penn State was the closest last year. They were the five, but they didn't get in. So, so far, we haven't had any two-loss team, or we haven't had two teams from the same conference. So, how's it shaping up right now? The winner of this game goes. We know that. Or, uh, you know, I mean, barring. Most likely. Barring most likely upset. the winner of this game's going to go. Uh, Big Ten is although, the one that's li- Wisconsin. If Miami wins and then loses to Clemson, they could still not go. Right. That's true. So yes. they, so winner, my, you're right. Miami would be out if they lost right. it. What I'm saying is they could lose yeah, this right. game, have they one loss, still, beat Clemson, beat and go. Clemson. Right. right. But, then, but Notre Dame, yeah. they and, and their one loss is Georgia by one point. I mean, and we know Georgia and Alabama are on this you know, collision course for the SEC championship. The interesting thing will be if that's a close game, do both of those teams I was just going to say, here's yes. what's going to happen. Because yes. the, 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 the SEC bias continues uh, to – even though – other conferences have risen up. I mean, like we've talked about, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yes, the SEC still has some good teams in it, but uh, but let's not get crazy with the depth of it. They're, it's a down it, year it, for the conference. It's, it's, well, last year was too. It's top heavy at, at at minimum, but I do think that as long as both those teams run the table, aside from each other, Georgia, it'll be hard to because keep Wisconsin, out. unless Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, let's Wisconsin say they go has in, to win out. They go undefeated into the Big Ten championship game, and let's say they face a one loss Ohio State game, or now they're two losses. So let's say it's a one-loss, whatever, Michigan State team. What do we have? We have Michigan it's State Michigan with State. two losses as well. So Wisconsin's. two losses as well. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's only Wisconsin. That's right. I forgot. But Wisconsin's schedule is not, not going to help them. I mean, they, no. they're winning a ton, but they're not playing anyone. They're on the, the wrong side of the big team. So, so who's right, going to beat? Georgia, Bama, because that is how it's going to wind up. Those two teams are going to win. The Pac-12 You're gonna probably isn't going to get somebody. Washington's their only hope, and yeah. even – Realistically, their out-of-conference schedule was so bad. Yeah, I think they would squeeze them out in favor of So, Georgia. Notre Dame or Miami, it likely to go. It could yeah. very well be if Miami loses to Notre Dame but then beats Clemson or maybe vice versa, Miami wins out and then loses to Clemson. You could, if the Big 12 cannibalizes itself and beats each other up. See, I think oh, the Big yeah, 12, I I think the Big 12 gets one. I, have, I, think, yeah, I think Oklahoma gets in. I forgot to mention Because Baker Mayfield's going to win the Heisman. Um, and and they'll I think they'll end up beating TCU this week. Um and and there, you, I mean, you know, it was it was an assault on college football as we know it last week in Bedlam. Uh, what, what happened in that game? It was it was atrocious. It was fun, but six thousand points were scored. Yeah, I mean, as as we said, uh, or maybe as anyway, going into that one, I, I felt like that was the Baker Mayfield for Heisman campaign officially gets kicked into full gear, and I think that actually can, happened. But just to be so, Pitt can't go. <laughs> They're not getting in this no, year. Nor can the Hoosiers. Neither Pitt, one. Pitt can't go. Panthers out. And Penn State's not making it either. For the record, Ken Brown, for somebody who loves to position himself as such a diehard for his teams, dude, I love the U. 
to use my school. I love Calais. You know, I used to hang out with Calais all the time. I, I could text him right now, dude. By the way, why don't you text Calais and tell him to call into this show? Why don't okay. you use your powers for good? So if I see him on the field and I say, you know, Kent Brown and I, we're like this. Yes. That's, that's going to that's gonna fly? Yeah. Okay. I, no, I, that is true. He okay. does like he, he knows. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm asking because I, I like to walk down on the field in pregame if Are he's out there. Are you the Kent? If, I say, if money goes up to him and says, I'm going to give you a first name, you give me the first last name that comes into your head. Kent, will yeah. he say Brown? I would hope so. I wouldn't think he's like – there's another Kent that's been that influential in his life. So I would think I'm the Kent. <laughs> so I say, I say Kent, and I, he says, Brown. <laughs> I think so, yeah, in his very deep voice. Yes. Funny story, when I was a freshman in college, me and my roommate, I'll we'll give be a the shout judge out, of that. Tony Salerno, a ardent listener to this podcast. Hi, Tony. We needed our refrigerator out of our dorm room freshman year. We're, like, trying to muscle it, pick it up. Calais stopped Calais by. ate it. With my brother, he just lifts it up, puts it right in the bin, and we're just like, okay, he just saved us 30 minutes of trying to get that done. <laughs> Calais just picked it up and then threw it through the wall <laughs> into the suite so we didn't have to worry about it. Um, I, But I will say, Kent, you do like the – I dude, I love the Stellars. I love Pitt. I Stillers. love uh, the U. I love uh, my, my Notre Dame still. If you were that loyal to your – rooting interest in Notre Dame, you would have ruled out the U. You would never have. I said that. I wasn't alive for any of that. I like Pitt. I like Pitt football so much. I said, well, there's not – like, well, you're going to apply to Penn State surely, right? You no, realize – There's realize, no chance. I've never been to Happy Valley, and I, ne- I, I, I with any luck, I'll never have to go there. Well, I, I, that's, how, that's how deep my loyalty runs. In my entire life until – 2010, Notre Dame hadn't played Miami except for when I was a baby, so that wasn't that relevant to me. And also, I grew up hating Florida State, and Miami was always their biggest rival, so I liked the Canes growing up. My brother went there, played there with Calais and all those guys, and I became a Hurricanes fan through that, but Notre Dame and Miami, to me, wasn't the big rivalry in the 90s. They never played. Boy, That's now, right. It was Notre Dame, BC. For him. Now, now you win, because now you've made me feel old. I hope you're happy with yourself. I, I do the old remember. Man. All, I remember all those U Notre Dame. Oh yeah, I that's mean, why I, I love the U because my older brother loved Notre Dame. So is that right? Yeah, I just started rooting for the U. I was wearing my Sebastian the Ibis T-shirt all around. <laughs> I was like 11 years old. Hey Kevin, look what I get, and you're gonna wear it this week. You know, rolling around, and and that was that. Next thing you know, I'm like, really? I cheered for these guys. And this I have a good the team that I picked. I have a good buddy this week that's gonna be selling shirts outside the stadium. Miami guy turnover chain which is their new thing they're doing when they force turnovers and it, instead of catholics versus convicts turnover chain versus rosary mm. pretty good not bad nice. all right. not all bad right. hey ken brown let's get a little to blasphemous it. but whatever you know well the whole thing is well catholics versus convicts that's... i think that could fly in 2017 yeah that's terrific <laughs> all right ken brown you know what take it away you've got the microphone let's do a game show Here's our surprise game show. And staying on this topic. Hold on a second. Two things. First of all, I love the uh, the potential game show hosts that we've assembled here on the show. For all of her virtues, as we said last week, Emma VP being a game show host uh, is uh, is a funny notion. Now we have Kent Brown, Pittsburgher. Dave okay, Parker. everybody. Let's do a game show, dudes. Come on. Let's do it. The price is going to be right here, I think. $10,000 pyramid. Speaking then we'll of, go see Boo. Speaking it should be of funny. Halloween Boo. <laughs> All of our talk here. My question here, it's pretty simple. Notre Dame plays Miami this week. They've had a ton of NFL talent. Name the current players in the NFL that went to Miami. 
or Notre Dame. And bonus point. Uh, bonus. Bonus. Who's the only person in the NFL One. you can start it off that actually went to both? Bonus. And Notre Dame and. We'll discuss and? that after. Let, let's start it off. It's not okay. Randy Moss. It's not Fasano, right. is it? Can I start? Can I start? Sure. Golden Tate. Oh, okay. Zach Martin. I, I mean, I'm going to drop a name here. Calais Campbell. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle Rudolph. Okay. Uh, I'll go Denzel Perriman. Frank Gore. Tyler Eifert. Rayshon Jenkins. Nobody said Michael Floyd, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, um, David Joku. Okay. Uh, I snapped at it, too. Theo Riddick. Boy, I would have been in a lot of trouble here. This is what happens in this game when people start naming the guy. If you have one holstered and yep. that person takes it from you, you're, you're stuck. You're screwed. Nobody took Deshaun Kaiser yet, though. Mm-mm. Um, 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 okay, so Three. I'm going to go with CJ Procise. <laughs> uh, James Onwalu. Jeez Louise. Artie Burns. Why am I getting half bells? I want full bell. Give me full bell. Wait, why did, or you, why did you only get half bell? I don't know why, because MVP and Kent Brown are conspiring oh, to I'm I'm Will take Fuller. me down. <laughs> Will yeah, Fuller. good one. Travis Benjamin. I hate to say, like, the one. Oh, uh, Brad Kaya. He's back in the Oh, well. Oh, that's lucky. He he re-signed. Jimmy Graham. Oh, good one. Oh, God, I'm so stuck now. I have a great story about me. Greg Olson. Ah, I just have that one. (laughs) Greg Greg Olson's the one. He started his career. Oh, yeah, Notre Dame. Dame. That's right. I thought it was a tight end. You guys should talk about that for a while. Why don't you talk about Griggle yeah. for the last Time to pick, Shaq. I only seconds. have one. Don't tell I me what I one. have to do. I have things I'm thinking about right now. I'm working on something over here. Wait a second. Five. Don't you t- count Four. nothing on me. I'll do it when I'm ready. Oh, I got one. Two. No, I don't. Time to pick, Shaq. Carlos Huerta. <laughs> Good kicker, though. Thank God. I didn't want to be the one to lose. I, I think I was out. Duke Johnson? Duke Johnson from Miami. <sighs> Um. Oh, Manti Teo. Oh, shoot. Um. Now I'm done. I forfeit. You win, Cynthia. Don't oh, you forfeit. No, All right, fine. Go. Inside. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. Let's think. Got to be a kicker or a punter somewhere, right? right? I think I'm out. I don't I don't think I got it. I'm trying to. Um. Okay. La, 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 la. Yeah, Matt, if I'm 15 out. seconds. 15 I'm seconds, out. my God. The, the only person I can think of is Tim Sharkey, who my, is Jeremy Shockey. My mom calls him Tim Sharkey. But yeah. apart from that, he's not in the league anymore. Uh, is Brady go, Quinn uh, out of the league? Four. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's out of the league. He's announcing. <laughs> he announced Michigan State beating <laughs> Ohio State Penn State last week. Five seconds. Terry Four. Hanratty? Nope. Three, two. Rocky Blyer. Uh, I think it's a tie here. Uh, it was, did Dorsett go to Miami? You there won. we go. Oh. Oh, and he steals it right in the end. end. Look, I'm just glad to finish second. That was the stealthiest little win I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, yeah. (laughs) That was good. That was good. Who did we – How were were there a lot of – Oh, and I guess I never really said Fasano, did I? Officially. No, not officially. I mean, there's so many many guys. I thought you said that one, but yeah. I mean, you can go in terms of – 
Notre Dame, you have – you mentioned Zach Martin, his brother Nick Martin from oh, yeah. the Texans. You also have Harrison Smith, one of the best. Ah, safety. Jaylen oh, I, I talked about him. Yeah, that's right, Jalen Oh, my gosh, Jalen oh, yeah. Ronnie Stanley, who was a top ah, pick right. a few years. Stanley. I'm going to get in trouble. O-lineman. I'm going to get in trouble for not That's what I was Notre doing. I was trying to think Notre Dame O-lineman. And then for Miami's sake, going through this, I mean, in terms of – Players and punters. Matt Bosher is a punter that's still in the Not league. Helpful. You throw in Eric Winston still hanging on. Olivier Vernon is a big Miami guy. Yeah, Eric Winston just resigned. Eric Swope, the former basketball player, went to Harvard Westlake up the road here. <laughs> Denzel Perryman. Yeah, he did. I we got him. We got him. Perryman was on there. Lamar Miller. No, Lamar, Lamar Miller. Lamar. There you go. So those are just a few others. Good stuff. Combined, they Good have game. 76 players Woo! in the league. So we did really poorly. Seventy-six active players like in the league. Four rounds. I, I, yes, I think we did well, and no, it's yeah. easy to say how can these dummies have missed uh, whoever Harrison Smith, but I, there's something about it when you when you get spot. friends with because the game the the trick to this game is to, that you have to come up you have to keep adding to it because if you set on like oh I'm good I'm ready I got one that they're not going to come up with because as soon as somebody says it then you're then you're jammed. I was like going by like positions. the Greg Olson right like like yeah. I I knew as soon as I dropped you know what I mean like once I started tight ends he'd get the other one you know? I should have gotten oh Ronnie look at that Stanley. I could have cheated by the way I could have uh not I have my uh, Jaguars stats up for the game Ooh, on uh it turns out sh- Alan Hearns Miami oh really yeah about, did not know I that Alan Hearns went to um I thought, oh, no, that's Allen Robinson. Played at Penn yeah. State with. Yeah, Helen Hearns, Miami. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. All right. All right. So what good do you stuff. want to do now, Emma VP? How long, that was some how, good football conversation, that, right? That was, that, was, uh, that, was, that was sportsing it up. Do you, like, do you want to go into Red Challenge flag picks, or do you want to uh, talk a little music first, Emma? You can VP? talk a little music. All right, then let's, uh, let's start with you, Cindy. I want to do – Money is a uh, music wizard. You know, he he's is a, a music his, wizard. You know, his uh, former life was – He's a wizard uh, in many areas. I All was right, an employee. I get too crazy. <laughs> He's already got a big head. I do. I'm, a, I'm the voice of the Chargers. Have you, heard you know, I've got my Jacksonville board open hey, right I, now. I've got the, I'm going to be. Alan Hurts. I've got to jump on a fly <laughs> to get out to the Sunshine State. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to be calling the action. I'll play a little game Sunday. with you. On Sunday. I, uh, you know, we get sat- Saturday. I do a couple interviews for the for the broadcast. Um, hang out with the players a little bit, but for the most part, that day when we travel on Friday is wide open. So I decide to look up a little TPC Sawgrass, the Players Club. Ooh. Maybe go play the uh, the no Island way. Green there at the 17. They've got an open tea time. I'm about to book it, and then I see how much it's going to cost me. How much do you think a round at TPC Sawgrass costs? I don't play? know. Those numbers are so gargantuan now, so much exponentially bigger than what they were. Because I, I remember that I remember hearing as a kid that Northwestern is super expensive and it's forty thousand dollars a year. I was uh, I was sitting somewhere earlier this week and two dads were talking I about two dads were talking 40, about oh our oldest is going to Pepperdine and uh, oh seventy five thousand coming annually. after our schools. I paid uh, okay. I paid. Well, I didn't pay. I thankfully got a scholarship, but twenty-one thousand dollars a year is what Pepperdine and that was, was a lot in nineteen ninety-one. And that's all. That's it was a boatload of cash. I didn't right. think I was going to be able to go, and thankfully worked out. But uh, so yeah, that, that those kind of and numbers now it's are, like seventy-five grand. Yeah, are so crazy. It's it's even hard. I remember hearing that. Uh, uh, Pebble Beach. When I was a kid, it was like, oh, it's 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 like you know, it's like one hundred and fifty yeah. a loop, you know. Exactly. So it's so it's not one hundred and fifty dollars. It's more than that. Five hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> for, for eighteen holes. Guess what I'm doing instead? 
Jacksonville University versus Stetson, the Hatters, FCS football. That's a that's somebody that's not somebody who claims to like sports. That's somebody who actually likes sports. Uh, I mean, it, is there a better the mascot battle than the Dolphins versus the Hatters are they gonna actually, of Stetson? They're going to have a mascot fight because I don't know. Not, I don't know if I need if they to do, see I'll video it. <laughs> please, yeah, please do. Uh, how much for just one hole though? Like, can you can, can you I make, go to the seventeen? Can you do the Chris Rock I, uh, uh, bit. <laughs> how much for just one hole? <laughs> one swing. Let me have one. Pour swing. my hands for a dime. Um, yeah, I would love to just get one swing on the 17th. That you don't would be go to Carolina, do you? I don't. Uh, okay, because I was going to say, I bet you Art yeah, Freeland would take you out oh, for a round something. to that would know, be hang something. out. Art how long fun. is uh, – how? what is the distance? It's far. It's like going to New York, basically. No, no, no. I'm sorry. How long? Oh, how, 135. 135, 135 yards. to yeah. the island It green? should be nothing. 135 to the center. Championship be... tees, 135. Yep. That's all what it would is, and they throw that? it in the drink as often as uh, they do. I'd use pitching wedge. Pitching wedge? Yeah. I'd need like a five iron. Yeah, I'd, Wait I'd a, a second. Yeah, that money Isn't Smith, it crazy? You hit that big? You go wedge from 135? I do, yeah. He's oh. the, he knows his angles, uh, right? I'm a big hitter. I'm a big hitter. Is I'm that not, generally true? You, you, that's what you're known for yeah. out there? Yeah, I can uh, I can hit the ball a long way. I just unfortunately can't hit it as straight as I'd like to all I'm the like time. I'm like straight and annoyingly short. That's can't, nothing I, wrong with that. I'd rather no, have that. But it's like so boring. Yeah. I um I once, uh, I, my one hole in one in life was uh, from, I think, 137 or something like that. I went eight iron. You got a hole in one? I have none. I have zero hole in ones in my life, sadly. I'm a weakling. You're a big winner. My old man always taught me, quit. though, that's how you get inside the big hitter's head. Just get, just keep it straight and be great from 50 yards. Oh, yeah. Drives you that's what I can do, but it's, out. like, super boring, and all I want to do is just hit it, like, super hard, and it never Guy's works. 50 yards past you off the tee. Like, I got this guy. Oh, this guy's in trouble. Like, ah, I'm on in two. What's this guy going to do? Like, oh, he just got up and down. Oh, no, Chips I up make, within three feet. No, I got to make the putt. <laughs> yeah. That does psych out people. All right, what do we want to do now? Oh, we we're going to do music. Yeah, I'm music. sorry, that's how we got into this. Cindy, so I feel like I want to settle on a, 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 a different categories that we can address with you and Matt Money Smith here yep. and do things like, you know, the albums that you're taking to a beach. But I feel like that's too big a place to start, you know, if you're stuck on a right. stranded island for the rest of your life and you have to listen to these five albums on a loop and they're never going to get turned off. Right. They're, they're only that's desert island discs, question. man. So we got desert island discs. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. the, isn't that like K-Kel. classic rock, right? It's like a classic. Hey, rock. I'm Matt Buddy Smith from the radio, <laughs> and uh, I'm here to present you K-Tel's new library. Uh, three disc uh, set, Desert Island Disc. You'll get all the classics. What are good categories for this? What should we do? MVP, baseball walk-up song. Baseball. Wa- well, I've I've addressed this one before. Go ahead. What's your baseball walk-up? So this is now this is ubiquitous in MLB now. I remember yes. the Dodgers oh. doing it for yes. the last oh, 10 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. Every team Every now year. has this. Yep. So when you step into the batter's box, what your music is. Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip. Ooh, Q-Tip. I don't know Vibrant Thing, though. It's got a great little catchy. Little beat. Mm-hmm. Also, if I ever had a swimsuit line, it would be what the girls would wear as they were you know, on the catwalk. Did I tell Works you? Works for both. Have I told you yet? Mo Damashek is, uh, is in Big out. Q-Tip fan. She loved. Well, she's she's more old school tribe. She's like, yeah, eh, Q-tip, you know, Q-tips all right now, but you know, really love tribe. Yeah, you know, she's like Midnight Marauders. It, it, you ain't gonna. Uh, exceed, she knows. You know that one, but um, 
She um, she made a random comment to me the other night, and she said, uh, "I this is weird for me to to be the one saying this, but I watched Pick'em uh, last week. Oh, by the way, NFL Pick'em. Uh, oh, I love NFL Pick'em. It's my favorite NFL show. Pick'em coming at you on uh, Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Oh, here we go. It comes up at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Eastern. And? and then again, 6 a.m. Sunday that morning. Who's That's that for? for the uh, for the night owls and the early birds. See how that works? Also that. great on the DVR. Also, yeah, DVR it each time and watch it and then cancel it and then re, re- <laughs> yeah, re-record it. Um, but Mo Damashek, so we were talking about it, and she said, uh, I, it's a little weird for me to say, but uh, boy, that Cynthia Freeland has a great body. Where can I send my check? Where do I send her the check for? Oh, because you're always showing off your uh, your physical attributes and oh, your flexibility I, yeah. on the uh-huh. pick'em. Yeah. Yep. Then she then she went uh, too far. Then she decided to try and embarrass Dave on this week's a little spoiler alert. <laughs> She challenged me to do sit-ups. I refused. I have dignity. I'm not going to be doing sit-ups in front of people. Sit-ups, huh? <laughs> I would love to see That's Dave's, what she did. Dave's legs like lift in the air, and then he's going to rock it. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> I do push-ups with, on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> do those kind of like, I'm, I'm doing them. I'm doing them. Right. What's wrong with this? All right. So today's category is walk-up That's what music we're doing? for the yep. For, the for baseball? I don't know that Q-tip song. So all You'll right. have to download it. It's really good. My money thinks about his. This is one I offered up to Cardi longtime uh, Dodger Andre E. Here, and he liked Jesus, this. He said he would you? try it, but he never has. Then I told Nomar Garcia Parra to try it when he was with the Dodgers. He loved it, but he said he couldn't do it. So at least he was honest with me. Yeah, what do you got? I say you go James Blunt's You're Beautiful. You're beautiful. Because think about the scene now. Don't, not, it's not the, the – think about you step into the batter's box and, like, then the pitcher's out there, this burly fella ready to mow you down. You're the next uh, the next one for him to to strike out. And and all of a sudden, they're like, you know, like, wait, hold t- time, uh, time there, ump. I want to just lock eyes with the pitcher like – I saw you with another man. You start lipping the, you start lip syncing at him like, gamesmanship. See, now he's got to put one in your ear. You know, now he's gonna walk you. Hey, I'll take my base. Hey, hey, clubhouse. You see what I just did for you? I'm on base. Move me along now. You see, that's that's how you get it done. The game yeah. within the game. That's so, the difference with you, Sheck. When I went to a Chargers game earlier this year, I saw you with another man. I kind of have a bone to pick because they did put, you know, that home song. You know you're Philip Phillips. not alone. Ah, yeah. yeah, the cheerleaders ah, cheer to that. I don't even know strangest that Strangest cheer. Strangest. It's too slow. It's not very peppy. It could have been. I don't know. It is kind of peppy. You know you're, you're not, not alone. alone. It's too slow. You're going to find your way, way back, back home. home. No, 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 no. It's uh, not. I don't know that one. No, do not cheer to that song. I don't like it. You're, you're old Beto. school with your cheerleading songs. I, that's a C. That's beats. a list for she another wants, show. She wants beats. I another show is for beats. you to do the ones that are appropriate for cheerleaders. It's like very slow, and the pom pom. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. Seven Army Nation. That's another one. Too we much. That we should make Overdone. our list of songs that bands and, uh, and need student bodies too. should stop, and that is one. Yes, that I agree. They are no longer releasing Arena Rock CDs. So Sweet let's stop Caroline. Let's leave uh, it to Fenway. And where's your where's your sense of creativity and ambition and originality? You can't do theirs. Sweet they Caroline. They got it. Now that's it. No more. It's an annoyance already. Agreed. Money. Go ahead. Walk up song. Yep. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I mean, right. 
Because I just love the idea when they say, when there's something strange in the neighborhood. And this is the key when they say, who are you going to call? Everybody in the stadium screams. Fat money! Everybody in the stand screams Ghostbusters, and everyone's confused. What the hell is going on here? And it's July, and we're playing Ghostbusters. I love it. Very weird. And, yes, again, what's that going to do? It's going to throw the pitcher off kilter. What? What game's here? Right. Clever. Very clever. All right. Let's sing now, shall we? Another song. It's called the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Red Challenge Flag Picks. Hey. Another one. Hello. That was Hank's mom. Where's Henry's voice? The song's not the same without his brilliant additions. <laughs> hey, um, we need the red challenge flags, though, in order to make the picks. And Where are the right red on cue flags? as people start oh. doing demeaning uh, regional accents in <laughs> walks. There he comes. Eddie Spaghetti. Thank you. What's the poop there, Spaghetti? He can't talk. He's running out. Yeah. There. What's right the out of here? He's What's gonna the do, poop? I think he had the. I think he just got coffee with uh, Ratio Roots Alignin. <laughs> Ratio root, Ratio Roots Alignin and Barry Beck protecting the blue line in front of Eddie Mio. No better defense in the league, circa 1985. Boom. Eddie Spaghetti was not born in 1985. Yeah, that's probably true. But you know what was going on in 85, Hostetler? That's what was going on. <laughs> Who you want, Sims? No, we got Hostetler for I'll you. I'll take them all day. Trick question, Sophie's choice. You lose either way, baby. <laughs> Big tuna knew what the score was. Hey, can we uh, – we can't do it, right? I, all of a sudden now I mentioned the Big Tuna. Fascinating matchup between the uh, Niners and uh, – and Giants coming up here this weekend. A once proud, uh, once proud rivalry. Oh, the eighties, the eighties Niners Giants rivalry. Now that was something. Hey, and now. the Bears. And the Bears. Well, yeah, it was the a three-way. And the Redskins the were in there. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of a. I a always some- denigrate. I or, or the way Whoa. I marginalize as a Steelers fan. The reason I will hold up the Steelers of the seventies as the greatest rivalry is because of the level of competition, what they had to go through in January to win it. The great Dallas Cowboys, Roger Staubach, and you know Houston Oilers, and the great Oakland Raiders, and the great Miami Dolphins, and so on. But you know, as we get away from it, that's exactly right. The Giants the were NFC for real. Was nasty. Although they, I mean, they weren't that formidable. The Giants on offense, they were never, they were never really a, a, a frightening offense to confront. And but yeah, the 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 Joe Gibbs skins were always relevant, and the Bears obviously the Niners, yeah. But it well, but then again, all those teams what they had in common is dominant defense, and the uh, and the Niners offset that with Bill Walsh's uh, West Coast offense. So I stand by my opinion. The competition was still more severe for the Steelers to go. through. Don't think we were changing that opinion anyway. I listen. I'm an open-minded person. All right, so let's get to it, Emma VP, and uh, and let's talk about uh, some games this week. As usual, we will ask one person to name the winner, and then if anyone wants to refute that uh, that game pick, they'll throw the red challenge flag. Tell us first, Emma VP, about the Chargers and the Jags. All right, this week's theme is teen dramas. We have an episode of One Tree Phil. Oh, yes. <laughs> All well smiles by the lockers. Leonard Fournette can't wait to celebrate being ungrounded by old man Coughlin by inviting literally everyone to his pool party with a sweet view. 
Nick Novak asks Philip Rivers to sit with him on the bench, but the QB1 politely declines, as even he won't tarnish his reputation by being seen with a bunch of dweebs on the kicking unit. <laughs> a bunch of dweebs. Good stuff. I like I'm the glad pool the- party. The pool party in Jacksonville. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, all the way through. And I'm glad that you didn't wait on uh, on uh, old man whatever. Like, got to get If we're doing yeah. teen dramas, the old man Coughlin yep. is, is good stuff. Yes, uh, listen, this is a fascinating game on any number of levels. Let's start with the thing that uh, that I noticed around week five, and it's weirdly continuing to be true, is the Jags roller coaster that they w- have won every Odd week game, and they have lost it. Why do you roll eyes at that? Because that's not an actual statistic. It's not an actual statistic. It's weird. That's why it's weird. That's why it's so relevant. I didn't say it's relevant. (laughs) I said it's a weird thing. It is an oddity. It is weird. It's kind of (laughs) cool. I'm not not like some uh, person who who believes in ghosts Ghosts. and and all that kind of stuff, but it's still worth mentioning that it's a weird little trend. And you have the. Do you chart. think? Do you? Uh, do you ever watch One Tree Hill? Which you the never have never seen? watched it. Okay. No. Well, I watched I, although I know that the it's about the, basketball. Oh really? Yeah. I know that the one guy in Chad it, Michael Murray. Yes, that's the one. Was uh, would always be in my gym, and he would. Oh, run, I thought you were going to say run your miles dreams. next to me on the. Uh, oh, interesting. On the treadmill, yeah, handsome devil. Yeah, he wasn't my favorite. He wasn't. No, I wasn't. No, I've favorite. never seen the One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. Now. You have the uh, the Chargers who were playing very well and uh, continued to more or less play well, I guess, up in Foxborough in spite of the final score. Last we saw them before they went on the bye. This is a big one for them because while they did kind of turn things around, oh, turn things around. Let's remember how we got to the halfway point in the yep. season with the Chargers. It starts with Koo missing those two kicks. This yep. team should really be five and three and right in the mix, not just for the division, but we could really be talking about – while this uh, things break a little a home uh, game, right. it's still center in the playoffs. They might get a bye if things go right. For the them. Dolphins game's going to come back to haunt them. That's that's the one. I mean, you know, maybe it's it's at zero and you miss a forty-four yarder. You yeah. push it right. Four and four is, I, I think, a lot different than three and five. It's it's a. I think nine and seven is going to get in. I think we're going to get one nine and seven team in the AFC because you wait, you see the way the schedule lays out, and there's going to be a lot of cannibalization at the back end of this schedule. So the schedule right now, actually, like so Thursday before the Thursday night game, obviously AFC won't change. AFC, there's only seven teams that are 500 or better as of right now. Whereas on the in the NFC, it's 12. 12 teams are. Is there? Do you see a, an yeah. under 500 team, the Raiders, the Chargers, or otherwise that gets into the into January? Ravens, I, perhaps. I do not think that that happens. However, there's because I have like if you look at the people at the top of the division, the AFC. Okay, so I'm only talking about the AFC. This could happen on the NFC, but on the AFC, you've got the people like Steelers. Their schedule is rad going forward. You should be very happy. In fact, Money and I look to see like you might be right with your projection, which is going to annoy the crap out of me. But apart from that, um, if you look at I don't know why. why, why, why I, I'm, I'm curious. Fly right by. That. I'm curious why it would annoy the crap out of you. Wouldn't you like to pat a colleague on the back and say, "Well done, sir. You're on a hot streak here, six straight years." I guess there's no there's no uh, uh, nonsense going on here. Damashek knows his stuff. I'm proud to work alongside of him. That's what I said. Predicting the Steelers' record, a nominee for most overused Sheck bit. <laughs> Look, well, Shaq, if it's I, a bit, you know, it's funny because it's true. You know that I love you, Sheck, and you know that I love working with you, but that is annoying. Why? 
it's just that's is. a great streak. What, what, Why? Because what, it, it, it's a prodigious streak. And if I take it to six years on 13-3, and three, especially God. given the noise that you all made when I announced 13 When they got trounced by the Jags. I just, the aforementioned just Jaguars that we're discussing right now. Just one more. I mean, look, I, I want I want the Steelers to, like, my projections say that they're going to have a great rest of the season. They have the best odds of making the Super Bowl of anyone in the AFC. Well, but all of a sudden the Texas game to doesn't loom so scary, but I have started to go through the second half of the schedule and circling the uh, the big games. Chargers Raiders on Christmas night could be huge or on uh, New Year's Eve. On New Year, I could Ooh. could be huge or Even it could better. be I hate New Year's uh, Eve. could be irrelevant, so here's but the, I could see that one absolutely having import for January. You mentioned the, uh, the you know just cuz I, obviously I I know it off the top of my head the way their schedule lays out, right? They've got four home games, four road games. Their four home games, Bills, Raiders, you mentioned, on New Year's Eve. And in between those two, you get the Browns at home and the beat-to-heck Redskins. So you'd say the home schedule looks pretty darn good. It, it breaks in the Chargers' favor. That gets you to seven wins. And they have four road games, Jaguars, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Jets. All you got to do is win two of those. You know, if, if the projection, and by projection, I mean whatever I've worked out in my head that a 9-7 and team gets in is right – that's why the Jags I, you know is what huge. I, I mean, the Jags is a huge game for them. If they take care of the Bills, uh, which and and uh, the rest of those home games, well, I mean, the the head to head with the Raiders probably is the is the biggest one on the home slate. But if they can win those games, I ten wins is what I'm going to go with. So five on. and one to close the season, or us, uh, they would go seven and one to close the season, ten and six. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, that means they got to win one of the two on the road between the Chiefs and. And Cowboys. By the way, though, the the Chiefs, do we think that this is a little midseason swoon and they get back to where they were? Which, that's, a, that's actually a good question here as they sit at their by there, Cindy. Which direction does this Chiefs team go? I think that they go flat. I don't think they're getting worse or they're getting better. I think, I mean, look, you saw some some interesting things like the like lack of use of Kareem Hunt last game. You saw a little bit difference with their defense. The The point is, is every team, it's very hard, just as hard as it is to go 0-16, hard to go 16 What are they? They're 6-3. and three. Right. So yeah, they're 6-3. Six six and three, three. So you're projecting that they're, they're on their bye. 10-11-ish wins? Be- yeah, between 10 and 12. So let's call it 11 as a... A good round number. They've got a pretty favorable schedule. Right. They're it's at Giants, Buffalo playing. home, at Jets, Raiders home, Chargers home, Dolphins home, at Denver. That's another great. major game coming up here major. in the AFC playoff slate is or uh, seedings is potentially next Thursday night on NFL Network. Titans at Steelers. All of a sudden, this they Steelers are going to win this game. Are we game. picking this one? Steelers should win this one. I usually am very fra- afraid, as you know, let down. when they go and play bum teams on the road. This Indeed. is the kryptonite for Coach Tomlin's team. So you're calling the Titans a bum team? No, no. No, no this they, is they, this week. They should be able to – I mean, the, the one specific matchup that they should dominate is uh, they should be able to uh, destroy Jacoby Brissett. The Steelers' pass rush is, is coming on, and the Colts can't block anybody. That's bad news. Um, but coming out of that, I think, the, oh, everybody's going to be feeling good. This is the best team in football. That Titans game is going to be huge for them. They, they are going to have to handle that one. If they do, 13-3 and three comes true. Well, you projected it, and that would be six. In so a that row. means beating the Patriots, week fifteen. They don't have to beat the Patriots; they just have to beat the they Titans. Got it, yeah, and they, they can, can only lose, lose one more. They got two losses. Oh, oh, you get two, but you can only lose one. So if you they he's can thirteen lose one and three. game the rest of the way. Yeah. But what if they win both of those games? 
Oh, what happens if it's uh, 14 uh, now what happens? Then I will uh, happily. Will, will you? Eat crow. Will you I, happily take that? I mean, we could lose that last game. Because <laughs> that's the big look question. Good. Do me a solid here. Will I think you, I've uh, been pretty supportive over the years. Will Can you, you gladly take that? Can you help uh, Dave out here? Make the answer look is good? no. He will not gladly take that. Even if it means a difference between home and road in the AFC Championship, <laughs> this man would rather. No, have it's number one. No, if they beat the Patriots, they'll be the number one seed. Let's say they don't. And then it's Landry. Then it's Landry oh. time. Come on, Landry. You know, throw it. What Landry's you, close to laundry, and what's in the, the laundry? A white towel, throw it. You can see week 16 and 17 are both wins. Uh, close to laundry. Okay, comes down to that game. game. Comes down to that game. No. Pick. no. I didn't no. think so. Chargers. I'm a loyalist. the right answer. Chargers. No, I'm a loyalist. No, you want, you want 13 and 3. I want it, but I would rather the Steelers. Nah, not true. You don't tell me what not I want. Not true. Be honest with yourself, Dave. You'd rather have 13 and 3 than the Steelers. Cindy, it's home you field. and me because money is not going. I'll take the Chargers. I'm fine with it. All right. Oh, so he's making the pick. You're taking the Chargers. Yeah. I threw it. And Cindy, throw it again. Throw it the right way. I don't. I don't want to hurt. Yeah, me. go ahead. There you yeah. go. Don't want to hurt. Don't want to hurt me. I'm not gonna. Th- I'm all man. You're I, not gonna hurt me. I have no. Chiaches. I am not paid by the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> at kind least of you directly. are. I'm, right. well, I'm paid the same by the Jags and the uh, right. Chargers. Right. I guess. I uh, I will take the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers to go into Jacksonville and continue the roller coaster ride. It's an even week after all, so they swoon at home. Do the Jags? But how, does, how do buys factor in? Well, we Ooh, just we learned. I was curious. Just poked a hole in your little even. No, you didn't, because that you was didn't. still an even. I said we'll have week. to wait and see yeah. in week nine, and they won on the odd weeks, so and now they're right. They're keeping with it. But the now, bye week, not a factor, as it turns out. That's right. See that? Got it. It's an odd week Logic. victory. Got it. All right. You know what? You can. You can. Uh, I'm poo pooing it. Hug your fancy numbers. Go ahead. Hug them. I want you to hug them. That's. <laughs> That's Jake, you. You don't touch Go my ahead. computer. You don't touch my computer. Something, something weird's going on down there. You know, with that. I think it is. I lo- listen. I really love that defense. I think that um, the uh, the Chargers certainly need this one, or else my entire theory about them rallying and and still stealing goes the AFC kaput. West goes out the window. This is a big one for the Chargers. Off of the bye, I think they get it right. They'll get it done. Cindy, why do you say? Uh, why do you say the uh, home team wins this one? Well, I think that for the most part, if you look at the what the Jacksonville Jaguars have not allowed people to do, it's throw the ball. And Phillip Rivers, in order to be most effective, typically, he needs to be able to run the ball, and he, they, they need to be able to run the ball, and he needs to be able to throw it. So the Jags have only allowed three receptions of 20, 20 or more yard, air yards all season long. That's the least in the league, and it, it hasn't happened since week five against your Steelers. Boy, it's crazy how good that Jags defense is. Four specifically, those young, those young corners are. Marshawn Lattimore. They're so loaded up front. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I'm oh, sorry. I'm yeah, thinking six. Wrong. Uh, yeah. By the way, we dug in on um, Ike and Maurice both weighed in on uh, the podcast earlier this week. Very funny and insightful stuff about what NFL players say to each other to get them so upset. And they were not wrong about Jalen Ramsey and because Jalen Ramsey has since said what uh, he was saying to A.J. Green. You're trash. I You're soft. Wish. You're trash. But it's I, really funny, and you should go back and listen to that stuff. It is I great. wish that I could get Jalen Ramsey mic'd up. That would be, like, the best. Because if you talk to him in real life, he, he just, he's not, like, different. You know, like, he's, like, he'll talk and talk and talk and talk. And 
he's actually like real smart and real interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I found it to be like really cool. I, I like, like those teams that have a lot of uh, mirth in the locker room, and it seems like the Jags do. Calais Campbell's uh, a delightful fella. Oh, I, but like whatever he says is just kind of funny. He sounds yeah, like the true. Cookie Monster. Yeah, he does have the cheat code. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny anyway. <laughs> like Ed Ogeron a little bit, but like he like a little Cookie Monster. Like it's it's hard to kind of. He's so nice, too. It's hard to... We like to show it. Our pal uh, Dennis Padua does these for us every week, and uh, this is a mascot matchup there. See Joey Bosa and... Uh, Lenny Fournette. And uh, Len Fournette going head-to-head. Any chance Maurice tried to make a case that the Jaguar, the literal Jaguar, would have a chance against a lightning bolt because the Jaguar hides in the trees and jumps on its prey. When but a lightning bolt in tree would be like well, that's out of the tree. That was my, that's what occurred to me, but Maurice uh, stood fast and as said fast, the Jaguar would be able to surprise yeah. the lightning bolt. As fast as a Jaguar, a Jaguar is. Could I think a lightning bolt's a lightning little bit bolt. faster. I think the lightning bolt's a little bit faster than the Because I tried the to lay it out the, the like so the lightning bolt's looking around for, where'd that guy go? Where'd what? that Jaguar go? Like, Ah, gotcha from right. behind lightning bolt. I don't know, though. I don't buy Maurice's logic on that one. I don't understand. Cindy's thinking about it. No, I'm going to stop thinking about it because it's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Next up. Oh, this is a big one for two teams that have surprised so far this year. The Bills are hosting the Saints. Tell us more, Emma VP. All right, we have an episode of Lawson's Creek. Cam Jordan accuses LaShawn of acting super shady when he breezes right by him despite having just locked eyes for upwards of 10 seconds. After missing another assignment, Shaq Lawson fears he won't be allowed to throw down this weekend, ruining any chance of linking up with Kamara, his main squeeze. Mr. Breeze announces a last-second quiz on projectiles, hoping to catch the slackers in the back of the field off guard. I love the uh, good Charlotte sound track yeah. as well. Yeah, that is, uh, nice. it is ideal. Good job, Emma. Excellent stuff. By the way, I meant to tell you the Chargers win that uh, game in uh, in Duval County, 24-16. Hmm, I have 24-19 the other way. I have no idea this 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 game the Saints and Bills is super hard to read here. I I, I don't fully Tea believe because it it's two team. teams that we really didn't believe in at the start of the season. So we're trying don't to still figure out what they are. Recency bias when it comes to the Bills. All right, Cindy Freeland, Saints, Bills, choose who day. I'm picking the Saints. I threw it right at you. Got two of them there. Got peppered there by yep. peppered. red flags. Money, tell us why you're taking uh, the home team here. It's close, and I'm taking the home team. I mean, that, that's really what it is. I think it's that close. If it were in the Superdome, I'd take the Saints. It's in Buffalo. I take the, the Bills. It's outdoors. We know that Breeze likes to be on the carpet um, a heck of a lot more than outside. Buffalo's undefeated at home. I think Tyrod Taylor's underrated because his stats aren't gaudy. Uh, you know, when you see, oh, Tyrod, last in passing, last in, in yards. It's not what he's supposed to do. He's not supposed to throw it around the yard. You know, he, he breaks out of the pocket, you know, on critical third downs and gets those first downs using his feet, um, rushes for touchdowns. I, I don't – I'm not going to say that Shady McCoy's going to have a huge game, but I just feel like – it's coming, right? It, it just it feels like it's coming for him to have that I breakout gonna have 180 game. yard two touchdown I, game. I think Shady's going to have a big game. I hear that, and also let's not sleep on the fact that Calvin Benjamin has arrived. He didn't dress on Thursday night against the Jets, and he, he doesn't will, have yeah. to be. You know, he doesn't have to be targeted ten times to be a factor in that offense. Obviously, he's a new addition. He's a he's a cherry on top. So if he can contribute at all and be a factor in the red zone, then that makes him all the better. I um, but also, yeah, I don't be be- getting Charles Clay back most likely. Yeah, they're well. getting Clay back. Great. So some more Zay weapons. Jones, Deontay Thompson had touchdowns last week, so they kind of have weapons. The almost a full 
complement of weapons for, for Taylor if they do want to throw, but they don't. That's not what they're going to want to do. They're going to want to milk clock, play great defense. Saints defense has allowed tied for the most 20-plus rushes in the NFL. Ooh. Good nugget. Yeah, Tasty big one little for, snack big, right big there. Big for Shady. Uh, so it could be, a, could be a way to get Shady. But the thing that is hard to get past, and I don't know if, if younger fans can uh, have an easier time doing this, but, you know, for most of our lives – if a team gets whipped by a bad team, then that's an indication that they're not a very good team themselves. In in today's wonky NFL, with week to week results, you know, you went one last week shouldn't overly inform what you think is going to happen Correct. in the coming Stop week. It. No recency bias. But the Bills, I mean, the 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 Jets whipped them. The Jets shamed them, they and it has no them. impact this week. I think Jets aren't that bad. I know they're it's not another that one bad, of those teams that we thought was going to be terrible and tank the season for Sam Darnold, and they're pretty good. You know, Josh McCown's been pretty good, and you cannot underestimate or you, you can't understate the impact that overstate the impact that Jamal Adams has had on that defense for the Jets. But Buffalo's also pretty good. You know, I, I don't think this is the standard, you know, five and three. Four and two kind of start for Buffalo that just nose dives at you the don't. end of the season. I could absolutely see it going in that, going that way. So you heard Richie Incognito's statement saying after the game that like he hated playing on Thursdays that play, that all players hate. They playing all on do Thursdays. I think that part of what you're also like he's pretty. Um, I'm going to say the word like open, right? He kind of like. I think part of it is like you know that was a game where they just they didn't have their like minds right. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I wasn't in the locker room. I, I'm not like reporting this or anything. But some of these clues we're seeing from players like you know, people don't usually say that unless they're like comfortable having said that with Sean McDermott, uh, who's nah. willing to deal people. Uh, maybe you see McDermott deal people. Short trip from uh, from Western New York. I, mean, I, I would. Maybe be able to appreciate that more if it was some sort of short week. They got jammed with uh, having to go cross. Ah, whatever. I I hear you. That's uh, that's and maybe that will be proven true. Like ah, oh, that was just a weird blip of a week for them for for the Bills. And, and now they're like, back on I mean, track. even if you even if Calvin Benjamin didn't suit up, like you had other injuries. You had you know you're playing with your like Deontay Thomas was playing because Thompson was playing not because. Like they were trying out something new. It was needed from injuries and, you know, people being gone. So, you know, you get Charles Clayback, who was their number one target before he got hurt. These other weapons that are kind of the surefire Tyrod Taylor thing. You add Kelvin Benjamin, who we saw play a ton in the slot in Carolina, and his big body in the slot against the Saints um, linebackers, which is the weakest part of their great defense. It That could be a good matchup to exploit. Um. All right. Well, I I hear you, and it sounds like you've just made a pretty powerful case uh, for I'm Buffalo. I'm taking the Bills at home, twenty-three to twenty in that one. Um. By, by the, the way, way, go ahead. Oh, look at that. We both did it. I just, I just pulled up their schedule. They lose this one, and yeah, it could be your standard uh, second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill nosedive at Chargers at Chiefs Patriots at home. Uh, their next three. I, I don't like know if Colts I've ever stuff to either or no to admit, to They get the Colts once and then they get the uh Pats and Dolphins twice. I want an answer here and now for Oof. both of you as we go as we go off on a little tangent here. It's not a game we're picking, but you mentioned Jamal Adams and I said this I, I don't know if I've ever uh, mentioned this. I'm not uh, I was I've never been employed as a scout. No. However, I did love Jamal Adams coming out, and I thought that was the obvious pick, uh, certainly for the Bears. That was the guy that the Bears should have taken there. They took Mitchell Trubisky, and people are feeling good about young Mitchell right now. Do you say five years, ten years from now, will the Bears regret that? I start with you, Cindy. Should they have taken Jamal Adams, or does Mitchell Trubisky work out? What a weird game. Brett, uh, Brett Hundley 
and uh, Mitchell Trubisky in the proud uh, 100-year-old rivalry? Um, I think it's like apples to, you know, squares comparison, right? Because I don't I – don't, the, the Bears' defense is good. It's it not like good. they're, like, really lacking on defense, and so you're putting Mitchell Trubisky in this situation where he's got to overcome a defense that's just super porous and letting people score every single drive. I think it's more, you know – Option one and option one A and the bigger lament would decision. be Deshaun Watson. Right, like like that you can't like you Mitchell have to you have Deshaun. to pick which quarterback, right? Not I never like, heard any buzz with Deshaun to Chicago. No, that he would be. It seemed like everybody was settled on Trubisky being the first quarterback taken. Um, but that'll be the lament if there is one. Right, um, you but I, it's you know, very hard to pick that. It's hard things. to figure out what Trubisky is. They don't ask him to throw the ball ever. Really, I mean, Who wins that game. I think the Bears win that. Bears. Game. You have the Bears, Bears. as well, Cindy. Mm-hmm. It's. I yeah. thought. I boy. I swung and missed on that one. I thought. Okay, the bye week, uh, uh, an extra week to work with Matt Mike Flynn. McCarthy. You they are pedigree. They are the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers. They are really, the Packers. You remember boy, when they Matt are the Flynn Green Bay Rodgers? Oh wait, is that just me? I suddenly feel Flynned. Mike McCarthy is a Pittsburgh guy, so I root for his success generally. But boy. I feel like he's suddenly nude. I'm not worried about that. Nude. I'm not worried cap. about that. Standing there nude in his all headset ball does, cap look. Yeah. All I think this does is jack up the price that Aaron Rodgers will re-sign for. It may have been 30 before. Now you're staring down 32. And you know what? Every single one of those shareholders will be like, sign off, yeah. sign off, co-sign into it. Uh, Emma VP tells me we're running short on time. Okay, so, uh, keep going. So let's, let's move the next on day. here. Emma VP, what's next for us? Oh, it's the Texans and the Rams. Yes, we have an episode of Gossip Girly. <laughs> Things uh, get real in L.A. County when varsity superstar Todd Gurley ditches a clingy clowny to dance by himself and watches everyone else falls all over him. Aaron Donald drags Tom Savage publicly as he suspects the QB is spreading rumors to the line of scrimmage, pointing at him and mumblings to his buddies. After weeks of hookups, Goff and Cup go for a long drive to further test their chemistry. Excellent, uh, Emma VP, Matt Money Smith, Texans, Rams in the Coliseum. Choose. Rams. No one's going to do it? No, come on. All right. I just thought it would be fun if somebody took the The Rams. The the 7-2 Rams, huh? The Rams are not putting their foot off the pedal, right? Like you saw that in, I mean, at the Giants. 51 points. They didn't need to beat them that badly. You know what? It's easy to play snob. And snob. I'm going to play snob. You a snob. Do it once. Do it once. Re- to finish the season one time, Bills. Do it one time, Saints. Do it one time, Rams. And then I'll, you know, continue this Which role. It's fair because. It's a half a season. Chiefs. Uh, I mean, Chiefs are. I mean, I, I'm not Their back half is not so easy. All you have to look at is the Texans O-line. They're just going to get. Like, it's very hard for them to. Sure. Like, and that to me is the biggest. I mean. I got the Rams twenty-one fourteen in this one, but you know, I do. I the the thing that, even though it didn't look very good last week, again the week-to-week results of the NFL, and let's not put too much stock in no. what happened last Sunday. But you do have to see play calling because play calling tendencies, you know, play calling. I mean, like, look, you know, here's my um, my little like staying woke again here. So the Rams, so Sean McVay and Ben McAdoo have the same agent. So you wouldn't usually, you don't usually see coaches with the same agents just clobber each other. It's not so nice, but whatever. Right, well, Play calling, staying aggressive. Little uh, little nugget for the Rams: five and zero outside of LA, 
one and two in Los Angeles. Weird, but uh, then again, Weird. you know, he's seven and two and all that. They they should win this one. But of course, let's not forget Cooper Cup's drop in the end zone. Think about how we'd be talking about them and how we'd be talking yep. about the Seahawks right now. That is a question quickly too. Sorry to sorry, MVP. We'll get to the last game in a second here. But the Seattle Seahawks take stock in them right here and now. Is that the where 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 are they? Where are where are they in the, in your hierarchy of NFC teams? So I actually have them ending up. So the difference between the Rams and the Seahawks maybe comes down to that dropped end zone pass. I have them, you know, fifty three percent, forty seven percent winning the division. I actually have the Seahawks coming out on top by just a smidge. That's, right. That's I, how it. And by the way, I'm sorry to be curmudgeon again. That's who's going to win the division. I'm sorry. It's exciting that the Rams and I say I think the Rams go to the playoffs, but the Seahawks are going to end up winning the division. That's what I have. That's what my model has. And part of that, I mean, look, we just it just kind of came across that Earl Thomas is not expected to play tonight. Uh-oh. And that would be a big – not against – I mean, against I knew it Cardinals, was it's not Against Drew be. Stanton. But, but, but going forward, if he doesn't play anymore, you know, Richard Sherman has also been appearing on the injury report. He's supposed to play tonight. If going forward, you know – that's a pretty key piece. We'll have to see how healthy For sure. He is, is the Jenga piece, the non QB Jenga piece of all the NFLs we learned a year ago. But if left tackle acquisition Dwayne Brown can take a little bit of pressure off of Russell Wilson and transfer it back into instead of Russell Wilson having to do everything and using those explosive plays on first down, because that's where they're happening is first down. Huge passes, huge rushes by him, leads the league in rushing yards. If they can change it so he gets a little less pressure and those explosive plays are upside as opposed to the you know, what they rely on, then that will be the difference between them ending up, you know, second in the division and sneaking into the playoffs or going to, you know, number two, probable number two seed in the playoffs. I'll tell you something real quick about the Seahawks. Let me see. First of all, fantasy, random fantasy thing, a guy who I thought would be good, and I think he's about to take off, CJ Proceis. Watch out. Well, is he healthy? Because I called for that in the summer. Yes, I I did too. I I did a whole game theory on it in the summer. Oh, I did. I'm, Look I what did. I've stumbled into. Look now listen, we got another game to Jamal get to. Also, also, um, thirteen and also, three. I think How mean spirited? I think you've been biting after me because I also did one on Jamal Adams back now you're biting in him. July. Now you're biting. Him. You know who else is about to break out here? Theo Riddick. You know who else is about Theo to break Riddick. Out? You watch uh, Amir Abdullah fumble the ball away a couple of times on oh, Monday did? night. Got to sit him down. Who's going to take over those touches on uh, on at least third downs? Theo Reddick is dangerous. And by the way, the reason I brought this all up is so I could tell you this, Cindy. Oh, the Detroit Lions are about to ascend here. They are going to be good. There, you watch that. That's uh, not a bad team. They're going to be in. They're going to be in the fight at minimum for a playoff spot. I don't know if they'll get there, but go ahead and look. She up. just. She doesn't care. She wants a playoff win. Right. Like, I would just know. like a win. Just a playoff win. You know in what's her weird life. about this uh, is about the Lions is that everybody, if you say like, what what are the saddest teams? You know, who would you not want to be? Every a fan Lions of? fan watches like this. I know, but people nationally don't uh, put the Lions in that category. Weirdly, there's no reason why we don't all know that the Lions are uh, would be a painful oh, heartbreak team to be rooting for. Everybody knows Browns and Jets and the usual suspects, but nobody mentions the Lions. But r- reminder. Never a Super Bowl. How many title games have they played in in the last fifty-one years? I'm I'm not fifty-one. I have no idea. You have I mean, no we've been idea. Been to the playoffs twice, like since. Ask her how many reason. playoff wins they have in since, her lifetime. In my lifetime, zero. Who's egg? Zero playoff wins in four decades. You weren't. I'm not, not forty. 40. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm round. I'm not going to say thirty-three or whatever it is. You weren't alive 30. for the Eric Kramer housing the Cowboys. So. 
I mean, look, there. Oh wait, you're right. There is a faulty. I forgot about that. I would like to. I forgot about that. There's a faulty Wikipedia article that lists me as being born in 1978. This is a lie. I was born in 1982. I'm 35. I'm proud of my 35 ness, but I'm not going 38. Not. I'm not ready to do that. That's that Kramer team win, or did they blow it at the end? They whipped somebody one week, and, and then the next week. I may have yeah. been alive for it, but like, that's I, right. I, like when I'm five is when I can really start. I think they destroyed the Cowboys, and then they got what for the following week. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, but I just the, want to be alive and like. And now I can't like, remember that predates yeah. Kramer with the Lions. Well, there was the Mitchell. There goes, was the Mitchell season. They lost to the Eagles, though, right? That was the first week, right? Or and did then, they beat somebody? And before then Kramer they faced... goes to Chicago in the mid '90s. Right, has a, has a nice year too. Ends up uh, breaking all their passing records with Wani, even. Or was that with Ditka? Well, all right, now I'm getting. Uh, now we're going down the no zero. Yeah, I think it's zero. Think lost it's wild card, lost wild card, lost wild card, lost wild card, lost yeah, I wild think, card. I think, yeah, right. Yeah, 90, uh, let's see, the so, Eric Kramer season, uh, he never went to the playoffs. It was Scott Mitchell that lost the uh, the wild card twice. I'm telling you, Here. first of all, two truths dispelled. One, I'm not anywhere near 40 yet. Come on, I'm 35. Oh, no, no, you're right. I should have never doubted you. Who did? 1991, 12 and 4. They win the divisional and they lose in the conference. Again, now I'm rooting for whatever website published your wrong age. That's how it works, Cindy. See, root against my 13 and three. Set 47 year old Cindy. I Freeman. should actually tell people I'm older because they'll be like, "Wow, you look so That's young." Right, I've heard that tack. Yeah. All right, yeah, one more. House, hold on, just because people are they're scratching their heads, Shaq, uh, and and this is a chance to celebrate you. Hammered the Cowboys 38-6 in the divisional round. God, and, that would be nice to see. Made it to the conference championship and uh, got absolutely wrecked by the Redskins, 41-10. to 10. Mm. Nice. I, I think what's most important is that I was right. Check called it. it. Called the Cowboys. Yeah, called that's Kramer. That's nice. Why can't you be well happy done. for Listen, me, Cindy? Well I'm done. Ha- I'm happy for you. Where's my parade already? I'm, All right. I'm happy for you, but, like, you've had Super Bowls, plural, in your lifetime and, like, amazing. You've been lucky to be a fan of such a great team. So I watched the I have Steelers win a Super somehow. Bowl in Detroit once. How about that? You can share in that. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I was all there all sorts. Of, I was right in Detroit celebrating. So in a way, there you, you can bask in that reflected glory if you wish. Not really sure how that transitive property I don't works, know how it works Detroit's either. Detroit's not fun. Tell us about. Oh, it's fun, but it's cold. Tell us about uh, the Dolphins and the Panthers, won't you, Emma VP? All right, we have an episode of my Sue called Life. McCaffrey <laughs> uh, tries to put the moves on Sue, but gets utterly denied in front of his peers, leading him to believe that Indomitian doesn't like him like that, or frankly at all. Tired of being ganged up on by Davis and Keekley, Cutler decides to confront the bullies face-to-face and kindly asks that they stop picking on him. A game of truth or dare gets out of hand when Graham Gano ends up taking a live snap under center. Excellent, excellent. I like all these genres. Are you almost out of genres? Yeah, you're... There's a lot of genres out there. Oh, I haven't I done, it. like, sci-fi or action, <gasps> thriller. You know, there's tons of stuff. Okay. Re- ooh, uh, true crime. We did yeah. true crime. Didn't oh, we, yeah. Didn't we, we do did a true horror, crime? Horror movie. A horror, I guess, yeah. True crime's going to be creepy. Can you do like all in? Can you can you do like a date I don't know if you're version? actually. I don't know how you're gonna do true crime with. and with a Keith Morrison voice, and we can awkwardly lean against things. But the people had another. You've reached your destination, or have you? Mm. Or have the lions <laughs> seen the last of? 
Um, all right, Cindy Freeland, I believe it's your choice here. Miami Dolphins, Carolina Panthers. <sighs> choose. I'm going to pick the Cats over the Finns, but by a little bit. I want to make sure that's my yeah. pick here. I think that's my pick. I, I got make, the Panthers. I want to confirm it. Uh, yeah, I do too. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. But close. Well. Money, explain yourself. Why are you taking the Panthers? I like watching Cam be Cam again. You know, they're letting him run around. He's rushing for touchdowns, almost 100 yards on the ground, and that's what he needs to do. I mean, that's what makes Cam so dangerous and one of the bigger nightmares for opposing defensive coordinators. He's not a pocket passer that's going to spread it around. Matt Burke's not scared. He's uh, Matt Burke better be scared <laughs> because uh, Cam's going to – it's just – it's impossible to contend with that. The guy is not six – he's not Tyrod Taylor. He's six foot six and 260 pounds. And it's funny because Shula was always pretty good about uh, – well, Actually, as we talk about the Dolphins, Shula's son has been pretty good about using about uh, de- dispatching his guys in the proper way, which is to say he cut Cam Newton loose when a lot of other OCs out there were kind of like, eh, let's pull back the QB. We can't uh, let the franchise go down with injury for better or worse. This is how Cam yeah. Newton must play. You cannot do that with Tom Brady or Drew Brees. You can't. To some extent, I don't know how you would coach. I'm now going to weirdly uh, bring Ben Roethlisberger into this. But on some level, weirdly. I don't know how Todd Haley and Ben Roethlisberger can uh, can create these situations. They but should probably look to Jim Bob Cooter and Matthew Stafford. Well, getting him out of the pocket is what I'm getting at <laughs> a little bit. No, but the, 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 ability to, the ability to move him around a little bit and let him extend plays, that's the problem with Roethlisberger is his, uh, the, the little – Three step drops, quick reads, all that. Oh, that's not. That's not what he does. And it's the same thing with not not the same skill set, but what Cam Newton needs to do. This idea that uh, Christian McCaffrey was going to take all the load off of Cam Newton. Well, you're not going to win games if you try to play that way. Cam Newton is an unstoppable force yeah. who's going to the Hall of Fame, and it's weird that even in its own in their own building, somehow they got a little sidetracked from that reality that they have one of the most distinct talents in the history of pro football, and they need to let him uh, be cut loose. I think Curtis Samuel helps him out in this endeavor this week. I think he gets his first NFL touchdown. 21-20, to they get by in a squeaker at home over squeaker. the Dolphins. And by the way, it could potentially be a very ugly uniform matchup. If they wear Ooh, their turquoise, turquoise, if they wear their teal jerseys and the Dolphins wore their, teal, their turquoise pants, mm. Let's just uh, hope there's a black and white setting. A lot of blue-green. All right, listen. Matt Money-Smith, travel safe. Hit it well on the 17th green. (laughs) We hope you can sneak on out there. Take your pitching wedge on the plane with you just in case. That'll go over well. Well, do it. You see, I- just use it as pain. <laughs> that would be weird. You can bring all your sticks, but if you bring just one, that might uh, – I'm going to the 17th. Well, why, uh, why are you bringing the, just the one club here? Like, I listen. Oh, yeah. Well, see, Sawgrass was $580. So, um, Matt Money-Smith, an exciting one, I think, uh, or uh, Let's potential hope. for a great game. Let's Chargers hope. Chargers and the Jags. We'll look forward to that one. Listening to him on, uh, on the radio call on that one. And uh, Cindy Freeland, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on uh, Pick game day morning. Game day football. Game day morning. Game day morning. Game day morning Thursday is the name football. of the program. And then, of course, before that, you'll watch her on Pick 'em along with Matt Money-Smith and around the NFL fellas and move the sticks and all those guys. Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones, we're going to be in there. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. You, I almost did it, but I resent you playing it before I'm like, okay. Here so we go. Here we go. Okay. 
There, there it is. All right. So with all that being said, I think we've said it all. Really. Nothing left to say. Except we could just say goodbye here. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. That no. money! <laughs> I love that. You know what? Now we have to have Dick Banks make a new theme song about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Matt Money Smith. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.